0: into your life from this. Now with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi and welcome to the Politics Podcast. In this episode I'm reunited with my good friend Derek Oxley. Derek is a creator and podcast host of the Behind the Wheel podcast. In this episode, we talk about motivation, mindset, Derek's story, the importance of role models, and much more. I really hope you take value from this episode, because there is an important part of this podcast where we talk about role models and the importance of role models and the impact that they can have on our lives. So I really hope you listen to this podcast and take positive value from it. Now, sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Tuning in. Find out how to win. Go along and tell a friend. Marathon, you know the game. Keep on running, never end. Getting better, make a man. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got it. Adam got
1: it. Positivity. 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 possibility, possibility, Positivity. possibility, Positivity. 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 Tune in. Derek, it's um, it's great to have you back on the podcast. How are you doing? Well, to, you to be on my podcast this time.
2: Yeah, man, it's a pleasure.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's great to connect with you again. And um, Yeah, I just, I just thought I'd start off by, you know, kind of talking about how you kind of, uh, you know, got into podcasting. because You've got to put your own podcast behind the wheel podcast mm-hmm. as well. And, um, you know, mindset and things like that.
2: Yeah, well, for you know, first of all, I'd like to thank you for having me on, on your show, man. I certainly appreciate it. Um people people often give you know young people a bad rap and and so when when you when you come across someone it's like yo this guy you know he's really doing his thing. So I I definitely wanted to find out more about you and um it was a pleasure having you on on behind the wheel to be able to share your story. Um I started I started podcasting sort of like um around about. It was a, a you know, I'm a runner. Marathoner, so, you know, in that space and seeing a lot of people that you see, you know, you, you connect with online and, and you, you see them doing a race or they're doing their training. Um, but there's so much more to them. I wanted to find out there's some people I found, you know, fascinating. So I wanted to reach out to them and say, hey, listen, man, why don't you, you know, uh, why don't we talk? And this is like pre zoom. So set the phone up in front of you. And while you're talking, I'll set my phone up. And then when you're done send me the video and then I'll do a picture in picture. That's a long drawn out process, but yeah. the whole idea is just to be able to connect people with each other. And I think that's, um, I think that's important.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, I think like technology has, you know, come a long way, hasn't it? And it, you know, it continues to. And I think when you, you when you say, you know, the phone and then the picture and, you know, breaking it down, mm-hmm. I, I think I remember doing similar things like that, you know, when we had webcams and those kind of things, you plug them in. And, uh, but yeah, I, I think, like you said, like marathon running and training, you know, like is really, you know, good for you, isn't it? Like, you know, mentally, physically. And I think, like, you know, there's a lot of discipline, you know, that kind of has to take place to, yeah. you know, I've, I, I've done a lot of running, but I've never done a marathon. And I, 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 you know, I'd have to be disciplined to, if I was going to do that, you know, how, yeah. How, how, how did you kind of like deal with all that? You know, did you find it difficult that kind of thing?
2: I started running. Um, it's, a, it's a great question, man. I, I started running later on in life, so it was, it was run to the, uh, you know, run to the car to get out of the rain. You know, run from the car to get to the job. You know, run picking up some ice cream or whatever. It was not. I'm just going to go for an, a, a long distance run just for the just for the hell of it. You know, my sister had, um, you know, she would battle with her weight and she was trying to get me to do this this uh series that they have here in in Westport where it's like a 10 weeks starts off small and works works its way up to like 10 miles and so for like two years I kept putting her off nah I don't think I'm you know what is when is it going to be again you know and I finally I I I grabbed some sneakers some Reebok zigzags they have like a little squiggly line at the bottom of them and I, and I didn't buy them for running. They just, I thought they were cool sneakers, but that was the only running shoes that I had. And they weren't even really like running shoes. Those were the only shoes close to running that I had underneath my bed. I grabbed those and went for a run one day. Um, and then I eventually did the Westport running series that had gotten up to like 10 miles. And a um, a buddy of mine, you know, a coworker and a customer was standing in the front of the depot one day. So you got this black guy, white guy and Hispanic guy. You know standing in front of it sounds like a joke but it's not it's just these are the characters that were involved and they're talking about doing this marathon now keep in mind i had never run a marathon before i didn't even know how long a marathon was um so when, when you, you you get guys together and they start talking the ego you know gets to going and the and, and, you know, <laughs> male ego is fragile so i'm like i commit to something this is how stupid yeah. it was for me i committed to doing this marathon not even knowing the distance or what I was getting involved with. Oh, After what you, so I leave from there. I gotta go now, I gotta Google it, figure out like how far a marathon, oh, 26.2 miles. Okay, so, in, in Nike has an app where you can, you know, try to plot out where the distance is so I can get an idea of how far 26.2 miles is. You know, and I was a walker, so walking and running is two different things, um, obviously. And so I was able to see, okay, if I can do, you know, I've walked some distance, I could probably, if with the training, I could get there. And during the first one, you know, you go through the training, it's like a 16-week process. You you have some fast runs, you have some tempo runs. And um, I, I don't know about you, but anytime I'm starting something new, I, I sort of try to immerse myself in it. So I become familiar with the language. What am I doing? You know, a marathon. You, I hear... Now, after running, you know, life is like a marathon. It's not a sprint, you know, all these mm. cliches. And I'm like, okay, after actually doing a race, it's like, wow, now it's really like impactful understanding like, oh, there's a whole process. And it's not just something like I kind of jumped into um, and then you're done. You know, it's like 16 weeks of, of preparation, 16, to 18 weeks. Um, you, you're going to have some programs. You go from a couch to to a 5K um, I just went from ten miles to I'm going to do this marathon hmm. because these guys said they were going to do it and they they were doing it. You know, you you sort of look, you size people up. I'm thinking, well, I'm taller than than both of them, and yeah. uh, all right. So I'm thinking, you know, you're trying to get an assessment of yourself, gauging on them. And I was like, yeah, I think I could, I think I could take this guy, and I had never <laughs> seen one, but just just the whole idea of just hmm. looking at someone and making these assessments and what really kind of put me in check is like i remember i was out running and i'm coming up this hill and there's this lady behind me she's pushing a double a twin stroller right and she's got kids in the car and she's kids in the stroller and she's going up the hill and she passes me so naturally i got to pull over and you know tie my laces or whatever i can't just can't like this woman i pretend like i'm tying my laces cuz it's just embarrassing she's pushing a stroller up a hill with two kids and yeah. You know, and then you have older people who've been running for for some length of time, and so they they've just kind of built up the endurance. um So it is something that that afterwards I I gained an appreciation for the for the whole sport, mm. the time that it takes to to prepare for a race. Um, yeah, it was it was quite the experience, man. It was an adventure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think like like what you said in that kind of like running journey, it. Um, it does. It does kind of put your ego in check, doesn't it, when you're going into that? Because you you're kind of like kind of going into it a little bit vulnerable. Like you like I said, you might have done running in the past, or you know like running, running. But you know when you go into that, it's it's, it's like I said, it's a whole different ball game by the sounds of it. Because because you you've got people who are doing it, who've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, they might be older. Um, and as well, like there's so much. Like you know, kind of lifestyle changes, like you know, diets and, like you said, um, and being consistent with that, you know, exercise and preparing for it as well. because yeah. like if you're if you're if you don't know if you're so many weeks in and then you stop, then you kind of what you've already done is kind of being undone, isn't it? If you kind of come off that that yeah, line.
2: You, you, Um What I found interesting was it wasn't when you say diet. Like I didn't think about like losing weight it was just okay if I want to get better um I'm going to need to do some things differently you know so my eating habits changed over over time gradually without me focusing on it okay well all right so I'm going to need to get a certain amount of calories in I'm going to burn a certain amount and um so I'm going to need some protein. Okay. So this is going to help with my muscles. So I'm going to think about that. I'm going to need to start working out. And, and I started seeing like changes in in my body. I was never like really, you know, big. I had gotten up to like prior to, to running, I had gotten up to like 200 and some pounds. And and I look at some of the older pictures, I could see like the weight in my face, in my body. I look at some of my old pants. I was like, wow, these are, these are like, I got room now. Like I'm going to need a whole, you know, wardrobe. I had to wind up giving some things to the goodwill because it was just, I couldn't fit them anymore. They were just too big. Um, So that was like one of the benefits of, of running. And then it became like a, a personal, um, like a goal, a a personal like stand. Like I'm I'm going to set this target out. Um, Like I finished my first one in five hours and 25 minutes and there's this lady that was in front of me, um, bad enough it was a woman, it was a white woman in front of me and and didn't even look like she was running, man. When I tell you, she had on like a peach top, her hair didn't look out of place, she had on peach shades, you know, black tights, and she was graceful coming across the finish line. So I cut her out of my pictures because I just couldn't have her in front of me. But, you know, it, just, it was not a good look for me because I was behind her like, and agony. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I'm like, I can look bad by myself. I don't need this woman in front of me yeah. making me look worse. And so <laughs> it, it took a couple of years for me to get over that. And then I started mm. including her in the pictures, man, because yeah. she's, a part of my, um, she's a part of my story. And it just goes to I make light of it, but it it was like, oh man, this is this was a a, a personal um mm. personal battle. Mm. where you you're you're not competing with with the guy or the lady next to you or behind you or whatever it's it's your time that you're setting out i mean some people are competitive they want to you know you might i might have somebody in front of me and they become a target cuz i want to pass them and i'm using them as motivation but at the end of the day it's it's i want to try to beat yesterday i want to beat mm. yesterday's target i want to do better than i did the last race mm. um, so those became the, the 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 goals that i was chasing
1: yeah yeah, no, I, I think that's a really good point. And I think it's it's great that you kind of, you know, you recognize that and you're able to process that because I think that, I think that, that, that's kind of what's wrong with some people is that, not wrong, but some people have that kind of going on. They're not aware of it and they don't, mm-hmm. they, they take that into, you know, other areas of life and they let, you know, that, that then affects their life because they've got this, you know, kind of attitude as they, they don't want to kind of, do you know what I mean, be seen, you know, behind other people. But yeah. but I think, like you said, you kind of recognize and you're able to, you know, use it and change it. And I think, like, there's always going to be somebody uh who is going to be, you know, a little bit better than you mm-hmm. in, in, you know, whatever sport. I, I did uh, CrossFit for a while, you know, like CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady, and she was like, gosh, I'm 26. She was about 40-something, was like really small, and she was running laps around me. She was on these box jumps. She was like getting the <laughs> weights, doing press-ups, sprinting. And I was out of breath. And she was, you know, absolutely fine. And, I, and it, But at it, that, it, I was like, you know, I've got to push myself. You know, if, if she can do it, you know, she's 40 and mm-hmm. then, you know, I'm much younger, like there's no excuse. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of felt a bit envious to begin with. But I, You know, my ego got, got in check and I was like, you know, what, you know what, what's going on here? So, but there's that, there's that definitely, um, there's that balance with your ego, isn't it? In exercise and, and, and training. And it, it does kind of make you reflect. I think there's something very cathartic about exercise, um, yeah. and, and, and martial arts and that, that kind of side of things.
2: Yeah, it, it definitely, um, it put me in a, in a, in a space where it's recognizing like, this is not, I'm not, I'm not competing with the person that that's standing um, next to me. Um, you know you, you're you in a race and you're you're trying to you'll get to a point where depending upon your, your your personality you might be a very competitive person and you want to win there's nothing wrong with wanting to win um like this i'm not i'm not saying you know it's all it's everybody's just out here just all everybody's gonna get a everybody's gonna get a participation medal yeah everybody's gonna get a participation medal but there's some people mm-hmm. who want to win and there's nothing wrong with saying you know what i want to I want to be better. I want to be the best that, that I can, that I can be. Um, I think what happens is when that gets to a point where you're saying, well, I want to win at all costs. And if that Mm -hmm. means I've got to start taking enhancement, you know, drugs, then so be it, you know, because I want to Mm -hmm. win. Then that's where it gets, you know, your your, your, your pride then becomes, it's not driving Mm -hmm. you to do better. It's like, it's in the driver's seat, and it's like saying, "Yo, we gotta win." And so, whatever it takes, you know, by any means necessary, let's just win this race. And that's not—that's not for me, you know. It may, that might drive some other people, but that—that's—that's that's not, not what—that's not what I got into um, running yeah. for. It, it started to really change the way I, I sort of uh, viewed life because prior to that, I wasn't—I wasn't running, so there wasn't this. There wasn't a stress reliever you know we would just it was just work and you can be on this treadmill on work you know you're trying to climb the ladder and you're trying to you're just going you know mm-hmm. and not realizing okay so you you've accumulated some things which is fine that's good but there's no you got to have some sort of balance you got to have some sort of outlet to you know to keep at a, at a, even if you're functioning at, a, at a, you want to continue to function at a high level you've got to you've got to take care of your body there's no way mm. of doing it without your your body and your mind and in order for that to stay sharp you've got to work out so just going to work and just coming home is like yeah that's, that's not that's not a good look man mm.
1: yeah, yeah no I definitely agree and I think like I remember like when when I had things happen in the past um you know when I was like a teenager I remember like running helped me a lot and mm-hmm. i think you know increase my self esteem and i think that's one of the things about running isn't it? it you know you you feel better because you over time you see yourself progressing and getting better and that's something and i think like you said if you're just working and going back and forth all the time you you know that you haven't got that kind of stress relief and i think running's a great stress relief yeah. for that and yeah. you know it's got so many benefits you know for your body um you know your mental health uh i know i know I, is it somebody said to me it's It's better for your legs to run on treadmills or I don't know if that's accurate or not, but i think I, th-
2: I think there's there's there there are times when I talk to people and um I don't know if they feel like i try not i don't i don't I don't really want, want to feel bad that you're not running, but some people they just start to talk start talking to me and they start telling me giving excuses as to why they can't run and it's cool like i' I just like it you know mm. but, uh, it's bad for your knees, you know sitting is bad for your hips. Sitting yeah. is bad for you, and you're not doing anything. Sitting all day yeah. is not a good look, man. It's not, it's not good for you. But nobody tells you, wow, you're sitting all day. They want you sitting at that desk getting that workout. You know, yeah. nobody is, is telling you, but just, I think it's because self-consciously, they feel bad, like, I I, I should probably be doing this, but I can't because of my knees. Okay, mm-hmm. then you can't do it. It's it's cool, but don't, don't make it seem like, you know, ah, it's really, it's not, the pounding, yeah. If you're building up your your um you, people play basketball, they're jumping up and down, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, baseball, you're moving, you're running. They don't just start running. And the whole idea of I want to be good at it right out the gate mm-hmm. is where people like fall that people fall prey to like and they stop because they see they see like a Kipchoge chogi who is he runs so gracefully and and he looks like and he's he's like he's just elegant you know or mo Farrell, you know he's just there's just something about them and, and it looks it looks great you know for pictures and they're capturing it the photographer is there and you know it's like wow and then you look at yourself I look at myself like and it's like yeah well I'm not that guy you know but you're starting out so they might, they, mm. you might stop I get
1: that. You can also try mm, yeah.
2: You know, so no, but if you, um this is this is Siri like think I'm talking to. Her. I'm not even talking yeah. to <laughs> But so you get to a point where you know you get over that, and then you get to this this. Well, now you're in this like zone where it's like I'm I'm just doing it because I enjoy, I enjoy mm-hmm. doing it. But if you're going, you know, you go to the gym and you you're doing some, you know, or even at home squats and some lunges and you're building those muscles up around, around your knees and you, you're finding out about the form and you, you're not overextending yourself. You know, you're not trying to do too much in a short period of time. You do it gradually and you're gonna find, you know, oh, this is not, um, this is not so bad, mm. you know? This is not so bad. That first run, I made it around the block and my legs were burning, you know, like they were mm. itching. Like I'm like, what is that feeling? You know, I called my sister up. You know, on the first run, yo Yvonne, I went for a run. She's like, "Yeah, how, how far did you go?" I said, "I made it around the block." And it was like this silence, and and I could just imagine it's like that's it. That's all you did was like you went around the block, but that was an accomplishment for me. You know, that was that was a start. And mm-hmm. the beginning stages, people feel like, oh, you know, I, this this is this is this period. Where I'm not, you know, I don't know if I want to. But once you start seeing those changes, you know, I started seeing those changes not just in my body, but in my thinking, um, and just creatively. Then it became like, oh, I enjoy this. You know, some people take take problems out on a run with them. You know, they're thinking about it's this this time where they can meditate, or they they're thinking about you know something. that's their it's their personal time, and they start valuing that that time alone. Like you're yeah, out. There, there are times when i'm running and and uh, like i'm in the middle of a training and i'm like yo I didn't even realize like it was over you know you're just out there you're going and and there's this just this, this this feeling that's it's kind of hard to it's it's i don't know if you ever go by you know you 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 see some of your kids and you're running and you can you look the young the, the child is is with their parent and they look up kids want to run it's like what is that big, it's like, I feel like I'm a mm. big ball bouncing around and they want to follow. It's like, there's this, you feel like a super a superhero. It's like, kids want to run, they naturally want to run. We're naturally runners. We're like born to run. Mm. But uh, yeah, at some point it's like, nah, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree with you. I think that's a really good point. Like, really good points because I think a lot of people, they kind of want to be good at it straight away and it's difficult You know, I think starting anything can be difficult, and especially like running because a lot of it's like to do with your breathing as well. And I think half the time people don't breathe correctly, and when you're when you're running, you feel like you know something's pushing on your chest because you're you know your your breathing changes because that's to kind of compensate. But I think yeah, people they 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 don't they do the small parts, and they they want to be kind of they kind of doubt themselves if they're doing the small parts and compare themselves to what you know, where people are running or how it looks and, you know, like I said, it's those small kind of steps that slowly build, isn't it? Yeah. And, I I used to run a lot when I was a teenager and I've just started running uh, again recently Mm -hmm. and I I just ran around the block where I live and part of me kind of felt like that. I was like, oh, I just, I have only run around the block, you know, I I could be doing longer but, you know, I I just thought, let's just run around the block and then just build it up bit by bit because then you might 'Cause if you run like a really far distance, you might do yourself more harm. Yeah. You know, but I think it, it, it's very humbling, isn't it, when you when you when you put it into perspective.
2: Yeah, it, it definitely it, it, it humbles you. It it sort of prepares you because it's it's a it's a process, you know. The the build up, the goal is the race and whatever the outcome for race day. So that you've got to back out from this race day. 16 18 weeks you know so if you look at it just 16 18 weeks oh man so you're gonna have to each day you know each week is a block a building block towards getting you to finish to to the start to the end to the start line so now you're there you're at the start you know so you've got to take each day like what is the goal today what do i want to finish today because all i got right now really is today it's not the 60 i have today accomplished today that's it you know each day and it builds on that you're building a base you know you you're building a foundation and that's the that's the you know, you got to lay a good foundation you gotta you gotta set a good base if you don't have a good base then whatever you're building is not going to be successful you can kind of rush and try to put it up it's it's not it's, it's not it's It's not going to last because you don't have a good foundation. Now you got a good foundation. You start building, you know, that's cool. But people, we want to put up, we want to go shopping right away. You know, we want to get the, we want to get the furniture. We want to get the blinds. You know what I mean? But you, nobody wants to go and get the two by fours. They want to put up the headers, you know, they want to do the sheet rock. We don't want to do the sanding. They want to do the plaster. I don't want to do all that. You know, I just want to do, I want to do the paint I want to, I mm. want to paint I want to get the furniture in there I want to get the swimming pool you know mm. that's what I want to do They don't want to dig the ditch they don't want to dig out the hole that's not glamorous that's the work man yeah. the easy part they got the swimming pool already you know or you have you somebody's gonna to have to get in there and excavate they're gonna have to take out all that dirt and dump it somewhere you know yeah it they want to do all, that, that part is like there's this house that um that's building and i pass by it because it's a route on, on my way when i go to drop off packages at fedex so it's new construction and so people you go by and you can kind of see the progression but that's 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 the work that's the process that's where you know people start talking about life is a mar- life is a marathon it's not, that's the work that's what they're talking about so mm. those steps in between but you've got to put those you can't cheat the process you know you can't mm. go and get cheap wood and trying to build this this mansion and thinking that you know over time that it's going to still be there it's not you know mm. you can't skimp mm. you can't skimp on 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 the on, on, you know on on the product you know mm. you're making something of value you, you got to put the time in you're going to have to get up you know mm. you set up your schedule maybe you're not a morning person you know maybe you got to do your runs at a different point in the day you know if people are on this, you know, you got to get four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. If you're not a morning person, you're not, not even so much morning. In fact, you know that you are not, you, you have not, you're not accustomed to getting up. Why are you going to do this to yourself? Set this alarm mm-hmm. for four or five o'clock in the morning. And then, you know, <sighs> I'm not getting up. Yeah. Unless you're going to get into the pattern of doing that, Like, why are you doing this? What is your why? Why do you want to accomplish this thing? And I think once you identify that, then it's like you get to a point where, it's like that first day of school and nobody gets so excited to get there. I don't know if you like I used to lay my clothes out for like the first day of school or, you know, it's it's I want to get there, you know, put all your clothes out the night before. You're so excited, you know, you you're ready to get in. Mm. It's just like with like the day before a race reminds me of like school. Mm. So you got to treat run like like that. Like if you prepare for the race, you're laying out your clothes the night before. You know mm-hmm. what you're going to eat. You know all that stuff. Every day has got to be like that race, so you mm-hmm. get into that mindset every day. Okay, I know what I have to do. This is what I'm trying to accomplish for this day. And then before you know it, the 16 weeks are, are like you're right there. You know, you're knocking it down. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, now now I'm ready to go.
1: Yeah. You know? no, that's, that's, that's really powerful I think that's a really good point is you know like you said breaking it down you know day by day yeah. and it just kind of builds doesn't it and I think once you get into that routine it just becomes like clockwork you're just doing yeah. it and you're, you're not thinking about it because you're just kind of so accustomed to that kind of habit of just doing it you're
2: right yeah it's, it becomes like a habit and that's what you wanted to, to, to get to where now it's just automatic you just know you wake up in the morning. What's your routine? You know, you get up, brush your teeth, you know, wash your face. Whatever it is, you are, you do that stuff automatic. You're not thinking about it. I'm going to get up now, and I'm going to wash my face. Okay, I got to check. You don't have to do. You don't. You not. You don't have a checklist for all that stuff. You just know this is what I'm going to do. Hmm. You know, because once it gets on automatic and it's, an, it's a habit, then it's that's that's what you want. Now you're just you're just going. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I feel bad if I if I don't if I know that I've skipped or missed that thing I needed to do, mm-hmm. I kind of it's on my mind, and I'm like, I'm like I have to do it, and I feel bad, you know, if I don't, or if it kind of leaks into later in the day, I'm like, oh man, I need to, you know, do X Y Z. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's
2: definitely important. Yeah, but, I just um, heard that the other day. Mm. Z. I was Like, okay, what is Z? Oh, that's how they pronounce Z. I was like, oh, okay. See, I know now. Yeah. <laughs> Zed. I was yeah. like, Zed. I was just listening to um, what was this guy? Uh Westmore. He spent some time abroad. You know, Westmore <laughs> is is a um, he fought in Afghanistan, you know. Yeah, yeah. Two, two um, there are two Westmores. One wind up um, he's doing life in prison, and the other one, you know, spent some time with Condoleezza Rice. Um, yeah, so he's got two different stories, you know. But yeah, he said he, you know, he, he was talking about spending some time abroad, and he said the, the guy pronounced his name, and he was like, "Well, what did he say?" And then he told me about Zed. I was like, "Zed." This was just last yeah. night. This was, like, was like Zed.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's um, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, like English pronunciations. Uh-huh. I mean, I I'm from Nottingham originally, so mm-hmm. it gets it gets gets complicated because uh-huh. where I'm from in the city we drop like the N's and the G's. So, we'll say, you know, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And Nottingham will go, how's it going? How's it going? So, little things like that. And you, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like broken English really. Um,
2: schedule? So, how, how would you say schedule?
1: I'd say schedule, schedule, but, but, it's like, the words I pronounce like, but, or but, but, mm-hmm. it's the, the, how it sounds. It's not, kind of propering see proper 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 mm-hmm. it, so but when you go when you go to parts of england so many different accents and so many different ways people pronounce things so it kind of gets really complex
2: yeah yeah I, but nice interesting yeah my mom yeah. used to uh, listen to uh watch james bond oh nice recently passed in monty python's flying circus so a lot of these uh a lot of these shows you so you, you, you kinda hear the accent like, oh okay, this is yeah.
1: Uh... <laughs> it's cool. There's uh Peaky Blinders yeah. as well, which is uh set in um Birmingham.
2: Right, mm.
1: uh, the the uh, you know the the nineteen thirties kind of uh razor gangs.
2: Okay, yeah, Peaky Blinders. Mm.
1: But uh but no, it's cool. But um but no, I know I know we I know you're thinking of the time, Derek, but uh, it's been it's been great connecting with you and talking to you again on the podcast, and um, I just I kind of got like a last question like who mm-hmm. would you say like your your, your role models or or like mentors, whoever that's like professionally or personally.
2: Um, my my my, my mentor was uh, Frank Mickens. He was um, the I guess the most influential one of the most influential persons in my in my life because I was younger and it was impressionable. Um, he was a a, a principal. Boys' and girls high school. I went to the high school um, before he be, before he became the principal. Uh, so I remember what the school was like. Uh, we had this um, was the show Joe Clark was in. Uh, Joe Clark. Well, Joe Clark was the was the principal of the school. He's like my modern yeah. day Joe Clark. Uh, I forget the guy who played the actor who played him. Um, in mm. the movie, whatever. But he transformed the school, and it's like during the middle of the, uh, the crack epidemic. And his, his he showed me like what was possible, because y- you think about um, when 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 drugs come into a community, or and the the impact that it has on the students, and being able to then see it real time, where like why wouldn't a, why isn't a kid coming to school, or or what's going on with this kid? Why can't they focus? And they have other things going on in the home, and and being able to 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 have someone. Um, In the community, as a role model, um, taking responsibility and actually cares, it makes a difference. Um, Mm. Because then that that individual, then they have access to 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 things that you you and I, I mean, as as a young person, I I wasn't aware of. You know, you're talking about somebody shaping someone's life. Like, what do you want to do? Where are you going to go? Like, he had gotten me a job, and I didn't even know. I had dropped. I dropped out of high school. I was a knucklehead. I wanted to hang out. I wanted to get high. I wanted to do a whole lot of other stuff, and and so I wasn't, you know, really like eh, school, whatever. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and so I dropped out. You know, I was like, I, I'll go get a job. So I went and had gotten a job at the board of ed, which is mm. kind of funny. But I had gotten a job at the board of ed because during the summer, uh, the pre- you know, a couple of years earlier. I was working there, but I do remember like, so you go to, you know, you get in the job and you're employed, you, you, you know, you get, you arrive on time, you do things, you know, responsibly, dress, act, yes. Take care, take pride in what you're doing. So I had those things down pack. So at the end of the program, the guy, uh, Mr. Mackey, was like, if you ever leave a job, you know, just come back down here and see me. So when I dropped out of high school, I came back down there and I said, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a job. And I got hired that same day. And so now I'm I'm fine. And I realized, you know what? If I want to continue to go, maybe I need to go back to school. Or maybe I'll get my GED. So I, I went and I sat in one of these general equivalency classes, you know, classes. And I was like, yo, um, I don't I don't think I want to be here. Because now it's just starting like from scratch. We have people in the class. You had older people. Some of them couldn't speak English. Um, and just starting us. this is not going to, this is... going back to high school so i went back and when i had gotten to um to to high school i was like okay now i gotta i gotta gotta find out what i'm gonna do you know and i'm gonna need a job i'm gonna try to do some things or whatever and my guidance counselor i would go see her for weeks and for weeks she would like she wouldn't see me you know she finally was like, oh now you're serious you know and it's like yeah you know she found out she saw that i was serious i wasn't going to be wasting her time because now all of a sudden now you think it's it's like my not now this is my pressing emergency now my life is important now now I'm going to focus and now she's supposed to like drop everything and, and cater to me it was like no life doesn't happen that way you know so you will just have to get in line stand in the queue like you're the DMV and wait your turn so when it was my turn it was like okay she saw I was serious or whatever and she had gotten me a job um, and it was because of Mr. Mickens who had gotten me this job and so now I'm working at the high and he's like, yo, you don't you, you don't even say thank you. I'm like, thank you for, for what? He's like this big imposing figure, like Columbo, trench coat, chomping on the cigar. And he's like, yo, what is that how you normal? is that how you were raised? I'm like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I, don't, I got you that job. I didn't know. If I did, I would have said thank you, you know. But you see, his personality, you could tell that he cared. Um, he he set standards. He was like, no hats in school. So if he said no hats, and you know he then he was Derek. If you put out a rule, you gotta enforce it. Don't set a standard and then then don't enforce it. You know, so he would have mm. these signs up, and he would recognize kids, you know, for their accomplishments. He made it cool to go to school. You know, sounds like a like you achieved, then he recognized you. it. Was like Instagram in his throughout the hallway. So if you did well in English, or you did well in you excelled in math, or one the class he would have your photograph student of the month most improved student he would look look for a way to just recognize your performance and put you on display and so people he knew that people like to see themselves and so oh wow i did well i'm going to get recognized and so i was responsible for like that that part of 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 the school you know in terms of just recognizing people and somebody would take the pictures and i would decorate the bulletin boards and and um, by doing this, I was able to spend time with him. And I remember the, the track coach was like, you know, he had asked me, Nick had asked me if I wanted to, um, to stay late one night. And I said, um, is, is it going to be overtime? And the track coach had a fit do you know who you're working with? Do you know how much you're gonna learn from just spending time being around this man? Do you know who he is? Do you know, he went through this list of things, <laughs> and, you know, the principal of the high school, you know, he he was the coach of, you know, he was, he was the basketball coach today. He won a number of championships. He went through a list of all of these things. I didn't know all of this stuff and I didn't care. My main focus was, was this going to be overtime or, or not? Am I going to get paid overtime for this? After he finished that whole thing, that's what I asked him. He said, you just don't get it. It was all, it was only until I left from there after working there four years that you realized the impact. And I still think about the lessons that I learned from Mick. So from, from a per- personal and, and a pro- professional side, he had a, tr- a tremendous impact on my life. And now really? you have different people. You know, I, I have different authors that I... That I find, um, you know, like Malcolm Gladwell or mm. Ta-Nehisi Coates or, you know, and then you have some people in inside of, um, you know, social media, you know, Gary. Mm. It's, mm. it's different people for different things, you know, but um, yeah, make, make is the man.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. What a story. I really, I really appreciate you sharing that there. That, that's, that's really, that's really inspiring, isn't it? I think. And it just shows you how, how important you know role models can be and mentors and things like that. Yeah. You know, the impact they they can have on, on on our lives. And yeah, no, I think like you said as well, you know, if you start something, you know, finish it. And like you said, um those those kind of like life kind of like moles and lessons, you know, from an early age as well, you know, can carry can have a can carry you throughout life. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: that's awesome, and uh no, Derek, it's, it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking to you uh, again. And uh, where where can people find you on social media?
2: And you can find me so, at behind the wheel um podcast on Instagram, behind the wheel podcast on Facebook. You can find me Derek Oxley. You know, yeah. Check awesome. out the medium. I'm 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 I'm, yeah. I'm writing some stuff. i may have a book out soon. Right out of hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: That's awesome, but I'll, I'll definitely promote your content for you and um, I'll, I'll share your podcast. And when, when your books are, you know out, let me know and I'll put it out there for you as well.
2: And I wish you the
1: best it, in what you're doing.
2: Thanks so much, man. It's a pleasure. Uh, yeah,
1: you too, man. Take it easy.
2: All right, now.
0: Got it, Adam. Got it.
1: Hi there, I'd just like to say a massive thank you for listening to my podcast. I really hope that my podcast has a positive impact and provides positive value to you and your life. I'm also a certified and accredited life coach and I'm offering free discovery call consultations up to 15 minutes. And through these calls, I will touch base with you and see where you're at in your current situation. And as a life coach, I can help you in areas with, you know, mental health, anxiety, depression, goal setting, relationship coaching, and, you know, many other areas of life. So if you're interested in having a free consultation, please get in touch at thepositivitypodcast at gmail.com or you can reach me on LinkedIn with the name Adam Parr or my Instagram at positivity 94 So if you're interested in having a consultation and, you know, you're at a place in your life where, you know, you're wanting to reach out for help, um, please get in touch and um, I'll be happy to to help you. Um, Have a great day
2: and um, all the best. Take care.